What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jensen, with Kendra Jennison. The coolest. Kendra yes. Cool Jennison. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. such a nice ring to it. Yes, so, so cool. You like to be called cool, huh? I do. You know, actually, before we get into the topic, which I was actually walking this morning thinking and talking about how I could kind of put this all together, I'm pretty good at cascading thoughts into ideas, concepts, beliefs, and then just literally real life. I was thinking about how cool I used to be. I think you're much cooler now. No, but I, but I just don't think I am. I think you are. But you didn't know me back then. Well, I don't really need to. So I came in, <laughs> well, I came into this, I came into the house this morning and you know, was it this morning or it could have been yesterday, but no, it was this morning early. And I'm like, I get up super early and I go do my thing and I'm fucking always coming back on fire. I got millions of thoughts going on. I'm like, yeah, you know, like I really want to throw an event. <laughs> that <laughs> was really this wanna, morning. I, yeah. I really want to throw an event. Like. I want to throw an event for our guys, but like, here's the thing. My guys don't really like that kind of stuff, or maybe I don't know if they do, but like, you know, I kind of want to bring some speakers in and make it cool and like have some hip hop shit. And then I'm like, actually, Mark, you're just not really that cool anymore. Like you're literally at the point where you tell dad jokes. You're thinking about getting a pair of fucking new balances because your feet hurt. Not cool. new balances, runners only <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> well, you the, whatever they're things. called. But, but no, like <clears throat> we're going to get into this in a minute, but I, I really didn't, you know, I was a cool person. Like everything about my life, I tried to be cool. Not that I'm not cool anymore, but like looking at I Haven't Come Back, I was talking to Brandon Brittingham a few weeks back. And I'm like, bro, I don't really know where I fit in. Like in these on, online influencer type people that we run and hang with because like, and you've known that it's been a struggle with me yeah, for a while, right? Like I built a big business, a lot larger than as I come to find out more people. I just don't do a great job showing people how cool my fucking life is, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's the truth. You're, you're also a very private individual. Like you, what you put out into the world is so much energy and it takes so much. And then it's like when you come home and you're behind closed doors, you're like, yes, right. I don't need, I'm with my family. I like to do all my cool shit in private. Some people know some things, not every, like, it's, well, I, I, think that's, I think that's cooler. Yeah. And I can't stand lying. No. So Kevin brought it up last night. We we're having a similar conversation. He's like, dude, you built a whole business and a movement on like telling the truth and like, Social media is fake and majority so of the people, fake. you know, are fake and like, you don't, and he's like, cause he know me. He's like, you don't quite understand that because you like, tell the truth, tell the truth, tell the truth. Yeah. And people say they tell the truth, but they don't tell the truth. And therefore I realized when they show this big, massive life and these cool things and maybe they do, maybe they don't, but like, I'm like, fuck, I don't fit in here cause I'm not cool enough. You're way cool. Something. But it's definitely a game, right? We kind of talked about that last night on our walk. Internet is fake in general, but I think a lot of other individuals, they view it as a game. So they're going to showcase the big life that they do live. However, it is not to the extent of what people think it is. And so the game to them is, all right, I got to showcase this. I got to, I got to document it all. So people can want to buy my stuff, want to live the life that I live, which so smart, very smart. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's not, but it does. It leaves a, it leaves a really weird, I don't know, just as a weird I, I mean, I, I realized this, <clears throat> this is not the topic. We're going to get into the topic in a, in a little bit here, but I realized this here this past week when I put my Monday morning thought into our group, like everybody's just trying to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Nobody. And, and by figuring out sometimes it might tell a lie. I just refuse to tell a lie. So I'll tell you when I'm fucking struggling. I'll tell you when I lose $200,000 in a month, I'll tell you when I fucking want to kill somebody. I'll also tell you when I'm happy. I you just, do. that's just what I want. That's who I want to be. But 
realizing that like everybody's try, trying to get it figured out at the same time. Nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody really has the answer. The only person that has the answer is inside of you. And there's only one truth that actually works no matter what it is, whether it's building a business or in your relationship or uh, athletics or whatever is just, you don't quit. That's like, that's legit. The key to success. Do not quit. Do not quit. <laughs> when you want to quit, don't because you're right close to fucking having a breakthrough. Look at what's happened in the past 22 days. I was going to say that's especially true for us. Every time there's so much resistance and so much pushback and everything feels like it's crumbling. You just tell yourself, okay, we're not quitting. Something big is coming on the other side of this. Always happens. Always happens. And I don't know if I talked about on this podcast. I've done a lot. I've been talking a lot these past 22 days, 23 days. It's been, these are the best other than like getting married and like we had some great moments. This is the best I've felt in probably since you've met me hundred percent because when I was building and we were fresh, I was working around was the clock. It was exciting. You were exciting. working around the clock. You were but having new breakthroughs. The, we didn't have the money we have. We didn't have the freedom. We didn't have the house. Like we were still trying to figure it out. Yeah. I was trying to figure it out. Now I've realized like that work I did then is actually what puts me and makes me be able to work the way I work today. Like, you guys are up here having a conversation. I've done 10 different things while you guys are yeah. like, I'm just boom, boom, boom. I know it's not great for scaling businesses and people will say that, but fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I do things. So anyways, I want to talk about the topic simp. I'm going to read to you guys what a simp is. And cause some of my, some of my, what uh, is a simp? Some of my followers. Where does this come from? Well, Where does this topic come from? I'm going to go to the most trusted source on the diction in the, uh, on the internet. Urban Dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Urban Dictionary's top definition of a simp is this. Someone who does way too much for a person they like. Other definitions on the crowdsource online dictionary include a man who puts the hoes before the bros and a guy that is overly desperate for a woman, especially if she's a bad bitch or has expressed what a bad, I'm just going to leave it right there. (laughs) That's quite the definition, urban dictionary. So yeah, right? The so bros, a simp is the, somebody who does something too much for their significant other? Yeah. So You're we, a simp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I, I mean, you got to call me. I've been called way worse by my own fucking parents. So to call me a simp doesn't affect is me. Is that supposed me. to be a diss? Yeah, right. Like, People of the internet, is a have, simp a diss? Well, it's here, not. We it's were not at, for me. <laughs> we were at dinner at our house. We weren't at dinner. We were at home and around the dinner around table. Around the dinner table. And Jade said, he's a simp. What did you, what did, what did I think? It I wasn't about d- me. It was about somebody at their school. Her little boy, the little boy is a simp. That's how, that's what it started. Then she, and then. Is that what she was talking about? Yeah. It wasn't her little boyfriend guy. It was someone else. It's a simp. And I don't even think she used it in that term. I just think it was simp, simp, simp. Like that's something that they learn. I mean, she's in fucking fourth grade, but I'd already known the term cause I'd heard of it before. Now I, I think it's a funny term. Maybe just cause I'm 42 years old. My, it's like, I mean, it's definitely a, what's this, what's the Gen Z is that Gen Z? I don't know. My, it's, or is there a younger one? It could be. Either way, whatever. It, it could be bussing, bussing. It's what little kids use. Well, I mean, Phoenix is 13 and he uses the language that we speak, but when he's with his friends, they have a complete different language. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Don't know what they're saying. I don't want to know. Yeah. So Th- yo, this, that, that podcast slaps, bro. All right. This guy's a him. If I'm thinking slap, I'm thinking slap. Yeah, dude, he's him, right? Anyways. Anyways. So the conversation of simp, which I want to put it into, we'll get serious here. We had a, a nice, fun little jaunt. Simp 
in terms of um, men in my life and creating the life you want to be, you could, I would gladly be called a simp if that's, that's not the word that they use because I think back to when I was younger and I, I, I never would be, I'm not who I am. You didn't know that version of myself, right? Mm-mm. And although I didn't use the word simp, I, also, I often used to think that that's how it was. Women don't matter, right? Yep. Somebody who's taking care of their, women don't matter. And this is how I learned, right? It's a learned behavior from watching the men in my life that I looked up to. Women don't matter. Um, you can be a liar. You can be a cheater. As long as you have money, it doesn't matter. Alcohol and drugs are mm-hmm. like this, this disgusting life. And I don't know how everyone is, but that's like how I was raised and saw the world to be. And I never heard that terminology, but I think about something that I didn't know then which is how to actually properly treat a woman. So although I use the word simp, I wanted to talk about how I think that <clears throat> someone were to call me that, right? I will laugh about it, but I don't actually want people in my life who don't treat people like I treat you. Yep. So the topic I want to talk about is a simp. And, I'm, and I want to talk about the relationship that we have back and forth. When I, cause I do all things for you. Everything. Right. All things. Yes. I mean, you're, you're 10 minutes late, 11 minutes late today on the coming home from the bus stop. And you weren't really coming home because you were going to the, your mom's because Jade had to go to the dentist or whatever. And I'm freaking out, be, like literally calling you at it's eight 11. Like where the fuck is she? Yeah. Not because I'm looking cause I think you're cheating. I'm like worried and sit, like, I literally run fucking and control everything. And that's the way we do it. And people might not like that, but fuck off. But I do all these things for you. And do you think that that makes me weak? Absolutely not. I would never, never cross my mind the word weak when you do all these things for your family. How does it make you feel? Empowered. Why? Loved. Amazing. No, truly. It really does. Um, this is, this is the part where all, all the people that like to talk shit about me can insert their comments down below to feed the algorithm of, you know, how much of a simp I am. So please do that. <laughs> um, but now truly, it makes me feel really empowered knowing that having you in my corner all times. Now, no, nothing that I ask of you, um, no matter what it is, you know, there's days where I don't need anything. And there's some days where it could be as simple as, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter what it is. Nothing is ever too big or too small for you to handle for your family. And knowing that I can always count on you no matter what it is, it doesn't matter what it is. I cannot stress this enough. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. You are there handling it, taking care of it. Just like you said you would. Is it more attractive or less attractive? 110% so attractive. Why? It's, it, I think it's, it makes me feel loved. It makes me feel heard, validated. I think a lot of women want to feel those things with their significant other, you know, just because something might seem small or insignificant or silly to somebody else. To me, when I ask you to handle things and you do it, I'm, I'm like, wow. Okay. Like it matters to him. Even if it doesn't matter to you, you handling it. I'm just like, yes. Okay. Like, wow. Thank you. This makes me, thank you. you know, I, and- that's, that's a cool, that's a great thing you just said there. Like, even if it doesn't matter to me, you handle it. Everything matters to me. Because I handle it, yeah. No matter what it is, so if it's important to you, it's important to me, yeah. And it's actually more important to me that it gets done, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Like, <clears throat> I like, I like things being done. Yep. You would never know that in the business sometimes because I'm always starting fucking project after project after project after project. But in a certain way, in the way that I live my life, I need to have a, a clear check mark goal that things got done. And the way that I quantify my one way that I quantify the value that I bring into my relationship is by doing. I'm a, I'm a doer, right? 100%. I, I just like, I like to do it. You're and that's doer, not even you, love, your, you love to solve problems. You love to. That's not even your love language, though. No. That's just like a, that's like a standard that I built in the way that I want the operation. Like you get it done and I, I, I wouldn't say you don't love it. You feel good about it, but that's not the one that fucking makes you have panty splash. Yeah, that's not, it's true. I just, like you said, that's perfect way to put it. It's a standard in our relationship and in our life is I think every woman wants to have a very manly man who doesn't matter what it is. It's just like, all right, I'm going to handle it. I'll handle it. I'll handle it. And, and it just gives me such a peace and freedom where I'm like, okay, woof. Like I can just count on my husband to handle this. doesn't, like I said, and it doesn't matter what it is, you handle it. There is so much peace and love and freedom and just adoration for you when it comes to that. So I don't want to put me up on a pedestal or I don't want to um, toot my own horn, but toot toot. Like, <laughs> but the reality is I just want to talk a minute about previous relationships that you're in and <clears throat> how you felt when that didn't happen. I felt like, why do I even need you then? Cause the, cause the, the women that follow you feel that right, Ryan, we, we hear it, we see it. Yeah. And like you had to break out of it. Obviously I, I came to the table, but I didn't, this, this has been grown. This has been established and built yes. for you women out there. Like I had to create the way we do things. Yeah. I had to work on me to get you. How did you used to feel? Yeah. I used to feel I used to, the, the major thing was if I were to ask of something of my ex-husband or whoever, and he would just blatantly ignore it or be like, oh, or I'll get to that later. Or, and then later never happens. I, my immediate brain was then what the fuck do I need you for? I don't need you for anything. If, if you're not going to do, or if you're not going to do anything for your family or when I need you for things, cause a lot of the time it's a very give and take relationship when it comes to husband and wives. There's things that you need me to do. There's things that I need you to do. And if you're not going to do that, or if it's going to be some massive inconvenience to you, or you're going to throw it up in my face later, then I'm sorry, what do I need you for? I don't want the headache. I don't want the arguments. I don't want the, I don't want any of that. And I'm not going to put up with it. So goodbye. Like that was a big, big thing, you know? Do you, do you think that that's learned behavior? Do you think people just truly don't, do you think men, I mean, obviously it's not fair to group and categorize everybody in one thing because people can change, but yeah. do you think it's a learned behavior or do you think it's a wanted behavior or, and there's also the other side of it. Like some women just fucking nag, nag, nag so much that guys don't want to do shit for them. They should probably get a divorce or break up anyways. There's a lot, a lot that goes into that question. I definitely think it can be learned. I mean, that's the majority of how we grow up, right? Is just learned behaviors that we're just replicating what we saw or what we grew up with. I think a lot of people are just very selfish, whether that's intentionally or unintentionally, like unbeknownst to them, you know, they don't want to do something that they don't want to do. And whether that's right or wrong is kind of up to the person you're in the relationship with. But for me, like I said, you handling everything, no matter how big or small, and it's not all the time, like I said, where there's plenty of days where we don't need anything from each other just to know that we're, we're good, you know? Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I definitely think it can, it's a little bit of everything. So the, I think when these guys talk about 
<clears throat> and it's just probably young dudes, right? That are just, I'm sure that's what it right? is. Right. But they true. But there, there's people out there that I just had a client that I was texting with downstairs and his wife is in the middle of, she works at the Silicon, one of those banks are out in the Silicon Valley where those banks are having some issues right sure. now. So it's very stress, ultra stressful right now for her. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> things probably aren't good. And they got into an argument last night and he was texting me. He's like, ah, man, I want to drink. And I, I talked about the ledge for not drinking, but then this morning I checked in and then he responded back. We had a little chatter back and forth. And, and, uh, I said, Joe, have you ever, have you asked your wife how she's doing? Like literally like, have you asked your wife? How she's, mm-hmm. Well, no. Yeah. Well, you know how she feels like, you know, that it's a tough situation, but yeah, but you haven't done anything to try to see if you could help her. I think it's a very, and he's a great guy. I'm not talking shit about him. It's just, I think it think sometimes, I think especially gentlemen who have, who are so busy with work and creating big businesses, they overlook the fact that work still needs to be done at home too. You know, they get home from work and they're like, fuck, I just, you know, I worked my ass off all day. I just want to be left alone. I don't want to have to pour deposits or, or pour more energy into my family when, how it really works is when you pour more energy and more deposits into your family and into your wife, that's where you're really going to see those gains. Like that's when you are going to go to your business and things are going to seem seamless and money is going to be flowing and your employees are going to love you. It's just a really backwards concept for a lot of gentlemen. I think it's like, okay, nope. I was at work all day. Now I want to come home. I'm going to fucking leave my wife alone. She's pissed at me because I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to fucking talk, you know? Um, I just, like I said, I just want to be left alone instead of, Hey, you know, how was your day? You want to go for a walk or, or whatever it is, just daily little deposits. What can I do to help? What can I do to help? Yeah, exactly. Going back to that. What can I do to help? Do you need anything? I was at work. I mean, how many times do you come home from work? So this is sometimes at seven, seven 30, eight o'clock at night when you finally get home and Hey, okay. How's your day? What did you do? What's How the best can part I, of your day? You know, what was the best part of your day? What, what can, can I do to help you? What can I do to help you? And a lot of the time it was like, no, you know, nothing. Like I'm good. And we had a great day and, or tomorrow, or, or little things, you know, or I have this, can you please call this? I really just don't feel like talking to people. <laughs> you know me, I, I don't like talking on the phones to people or emails or whatever. I'm like, can you please just like email these people back? And you're like, I got yeah, it. Yeah, combine it on the it. house, right? You know? <laughs> can, you, can you please do this? Well, sure. And, and even though I don't have anything little, else to do, but yeah, let me just get that to my list. But it's little and so igni- insignificant and it's probably tedious on your end to add another little, f- but you do it. And to me, I'm just like, oh, okay, yes. All right, now what can I do to make your life easier? Like anything you need or want, I will do for you. As long as it's not talking to somebody on the phone or emailing them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> we were, we were having a conversation yesterday at breakfast. You know, one of the things that you do for me every day is make me breakfast, especially right now, since I'm on Josiah's plan and, um, you know, I've been eating clean and I'm dropping down and going to get leaned out by my birthday at 43. Your breakfast, lunch, and breakfast, dinner. lunch, and dinner and my snack, right? Yeah. Pack it all for me. Um, but we were sitting there eating and you're like, you know what I'm going to start doing? Like you, you got like, it's a big giant brainstorm. I, I'm, I'm going to be like Sarah Blakely and I'm going to just take one week into the year all by myself and I'm going to travel and I'm going to go all about like, mm-hmm. just read my books and go surfing and sit by the ocean. I'm like, God, you absolutely should do that. Yep. Right. But I, don't expect me to do that because that's fucking hell for me. I know. That's funny. Right. Like I've been asking you to take like a, 
I don't know what you would call it, a getaway trip, just by yourself, no technology, no nothing, and just sit and think and be. And you're like, why would I do that? That sounds like absolute torture. And to me, I'm like, maybe I'm the one that's going to do that, because that, that sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I've spent enough years miserable alone and locked inside the prison of my head that I don't need yeah. to go put myself in a place where... I did, it's just not for me. Like I'm yeah. at a place where I want to be with my family. I want you to come with me. I want to take my family, but that was not what I was talking about. <clears throat> um, why I was talking about that was because for me, I like to provide the opportunity for you to be you and I like to be me. And when I do all these things for you, it creates this world that you get to live in, which makes me feel proud. Yes. Right. So some, when I do my journaling and my, my gratitude stacks and, or, or just my discover stacks or just literally praying or meditating and thinking a lot of the things I'm thankful for is like how I'm able to be this man that I am today. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to come in and, and talk about it. If that means that opening the door for you when we go on a date, if that means that um, stopping what I'm doing sometimes in the middle of the day, just to come home and say hello, right? When I'm already on a very busy schedule, if that means that I do all like the stu the little shit, not stupid shit, but just like carrying in groceries or laying down, like how many times I've been laying down or how about fucking this one? <laughs> I'll be laying in my bed. I'll get all cozy underneath my blankets the way that I do it. You'll clearly know that I'm getting cozy underneath <laughs> my blankets. And then you will ask me to get you a water or to crack your back or <laughs> to get up out of bed and do something like every time never instead heard. of like, instead of asking me when I'm about to fucking do it or like literally I'm up. Why don't you ask me to crack your back? No, you're going to wait till I'm just about to fall asleep. Right. But I do these things every time, but I do, I do everything all the time. Not because I'm a simp because I get the opportunity to do it. And I weigh my life. I weigh, and this is maybe it's a downfall or a flaw for me, but I weigh like the opportunity in front of me versus the opportunity I wasted sure. and the time I wasted. Yeah. You were, you take that very, very seriously. I take every second seriously. Mm -hmm. Right. So like when I drop off Phoenix, that ride home, that 15, 10, 15 minutes home after dropping at his mom's is the most depressing fucking feeling of my life Sure. every day. I cannot stand dropping him off there. Mm -hmm. I fucking hate it. I, I hate the way he feels. I hate the way like, and I'm because and I have to balance both sides of it, right? Like this could be a different conversation, but it's fucking hell for him. Yeah. I have the text, like the text messages approve it, the way he talks, but I also know his mom's dying. So I, I, I fucking am lost in this. But what it does to me is it puts me in a place of misery and I have to unwind it before I get home. And then I, I, I try to maximize every single second that I have. Yep. Right. So. I look at my life and I look at the men around me and I look at some of the people like, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of how Garrett and Danielle's life works, sure. but it looks online. And from what we talk about, right. I mean, he, he's crazy. Like me, he'll say shit, but like, it looks like it's good. And he loves her and he's, he does all these things that are symptastic. And I look at Keith and Jesse and they're like, this the same way. The men that I respect and revere treat women like fucking goddesses, not sluts. Yep. hundred percent. That's know. a great, that's a great way. You treat me like a goddess. And quite literally worship the ground that I walk on nine, 100% of the time. <laughs> I was going to say 99.9% .9 of the time. Yeah. And the reason that I think that's important is not for you, but for me. I mean, yeah, it's great. It's how I want to treat you. No different than we have the conversation about letting the team go and me having expectations of how people should love me or mm -hmm. whatever back, right? Like, I have no expectations for how you're going to treat me, mm -hmm. but I have all expectations about how I can act to treat you. 
because yeah. I can't control what you do. Luckily for me, it's reciprocated in a really good way. Not everybody has that though. Yeah, that's true. But the, a lot of reasons that people don't have that is because the man doesn't lead. Because yeah. he's not willing to do the work required in the relationship to be fucking on the level we are, which makes him, in Keith Yaki's terms, unfuckable. <laughs> very unfuckable. <laughs> unfuckable, right? Like, if, you, if you're not... Anyways, the, the topic was simp and doing things going above and beyond and, and doing the little things that matter day in and out and how I think it's probably one of the most attractive things that I can do for you. 100%. That puts you in a place of power and empowerment and happiness and just love and laughter. So do you have, we're going to keep this one brief today because I've got another call yep. that I've got to get on. Do you have any advice today? Anything you want to add to these people? I think you covered it perfectly. Worship your wife, your queen, like put those extreme daily deposits of love and just do the things and it'll come back to you. Do, do the things, you. right? And for a lot <laughs> whatever, of guys, whatever that there, is to her. I right? just was going to say a lot of that guy don't even know the things. Yeah. Do you know like your the favorite colors or your favorite restaurants or the, the food you like or the shows you like or the type What's of- What's my favorite color? Green. Okay. That was too easy. Yeah. But, or like the- um, you know, like the books you read, like I've watched, you know, like I like personal development. You like smut books. That's, that's very <laughs> true. Not, but, or like adventures. With pirates and vampires. Pirates and vampires <laughs> and things like that, right? Like how many people don't even know who, who they are? So the things are important. The simp things are important. That's a takeaway that I want. This, like, or get a, door, get a divorce and, and, and don't watch my shit. Because I don't want people in my life that don't want to honor the people that they love that gave them kids. Like just, just get out of my world. That's a, that's a take that I'm actually moving towards more, more now. And the way that I feel better every day is like literally, and I know this is another topic where you go on, but like, dude, I'm fucking sick and tired of fucking people having judgment on my life or, or, or what I do. I mean, or, you put your, you put yourself as like a big red target. You know, you, you literally read sometimes you talk about how, how amazing your life is. You talk about how well your business is, or you talk about how crappy it is. You talk about how much of a shitty person you were. And everybody is just like, Oh, they want to attack that. In yeah, but here, which is fine for the attacking, but I would, what I'm at with this is, if you're not with me, you're against me, get the fuck away. Sure, yeah. I don't care. Like there's fucking millions and millions and millions of people that are actually willing to fall in line behind me. And, and learn from the learn. mistakes that you so blatantly put out for the world to hear. And typically though, it's, the, it's those people that get behind who are the ones that are fucking courageous and tough that are yep. willing to go to war. And like that, those are the people that I'm Those are your people. Those are my people, not. Those are our people not people that can't open the door for their wives when they go to dinner or hold their hands or they got to check their phones every three seconds because they're fucking waiting for the woman that they're cheating with in their office to actually fucking text them or be upset when they're with their wives. I see this shit. I know this shit. Yeah. So do the things. Be do, a simp. Be, be a simp. Do the things. That's yeah. it for today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. We'll see you next week.